Hello, and welcome to episode 216 of the Nerdstravaganza podcast, where we're all fantastic beasts that are pets to no man, I think. I'm, well, I was going to hope to have a clever pet name for myself, but I'm just Tom. Hi. I'm Brian. And I'm cat-like quick cam. There you go. I knew somebody would work one out of us, so spur them up like that. <laughs> and this week... First of all, we'll remind you, you can check us out on iTunes, so I never forget. You don't want to forget, because if you do, you won't be able to go back and listen to this episode, which is all about Fantastic Pets, which we will discuss in the wake of me getting a Fantastic Pet, a dog, my first dog ever. Sweet. Yeah, he's a cute little, he's a cute little dude, so uh, that inspired a nice conversation of uh, making up some, of some fantasy pets that we will, we will craft God knows what kind of awful chimera we will uh, come up with, but <laughs> let's find out first though. Oh man, I, I was all loaded with like pet puns and everything, but uh, <laughs> just completely, yeah. Let's just uh, dig our way back a week and see what we've been up to with our weekly, geekly, geekly, weekly update. Cam, what have you been up to, man? I will caca and tell you all about my week. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, I went, uh, I'm in Ohio, in case you guys didn't notice the change of scenery. Uh, I am at the Origins Game uh, World Game Fair in Columbus, Ohio. Started out my week in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, my companion is from Cleveland. Her family lives in Cleveland. So we went up uh, at the end of last week, um, stayed with her family, hung out, um, and then I came over here, uh, drove over here to Columbus, which is about an hour and a half drive. Um, to volunteer and work for Yellow, um, the game company, uh, at their booth here at, at Origins. Um, so pretty much been doing that all week. Um, over the weekend when I was in Cleveland, we did some fun stuff, went out to some nice restaurants, um, went to Cedar Point, which had some amazing roller coasters and amazing rides. Uh, rode that, rode all those roller coasters. It was so good, so much fun. And um, otherwise, it was pretty low-key, just hung out with her family and you know, got to know them, played a bunch of board games, introduced them to Ticket to Ride, Splendor, um, a couple other games, uh, Skull, and uh, I think, um, yeah, I think um, Love Letter. So we had fun doing that, and um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the rest of the con uh, this week. Nice. That is, uh, as usual, a very impressive weekly geekly, geekly, geekly weekly update from UCAM, and one I'm sure Brian is more than ready to top. Uh, no, no, not really. Um, kind of a slow week. But the only exciting thing I did was uh, Saturday, uh, our buddy George hosted his company slash hosted a, uh, a LAN party at the Adventure Game Store. And yeah. uh, that was actually like my first real LAN party. Like I had had like people come over and, you know, I've always had like two or three computers in the house and we play games, but like sitting around, you know, cramped spaces with a laptop and playing this in game for, for hours. The first time I've ever done that kind of, kind of exciting, kind of fun. Then kind of sad because Diablo two was just a much better game than, uh, than Diablo three really breaks my heart. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I'm in, I forgot. Actually, I haven't only played it a little bit, but uh, I'm inclined to agree. Uh, other than that, not a whole lot. Been uh, watching the E3 footage, kind of hoping something exciting would happen. Um, not yet. <laughs> I'm sure Campbell 
weigh in with some awesome stuff during the news segment that we missed. Here's hoping. All right, man. Anything else? No. All right, cool. Brings it around to me. Yeah, I also participated in George's event at the Adventure Game Store. Uh, it was sponsored, actually, by a company called Tagnana, as I recall. Brian, what, what is their, um, what is Tagnana's shtick for people who haven't heard of it? Communities of content. So you can have, you know, it, it like Reddit, but instead of like, you know, using Reddit to have a community and then going out to Imager or going out to YouTube or going out to whatever, it's just all right there. So you don't have to leave the site. Cool. And uh, that's also George's company. So little little plug for our friend. That was a really cool event. And yeah, I had not done any land gaming in ages. Last time I did was like Halo something, some iteration of Halo. And it was fun. It was, I had a great time. I didn't, it's stuff like that that makes you remember how much you love video games. I had a great time. And actually, in spite of the fact that I was like way too many levels below everybody else and therefore not advancing, I was just kind of not trying my best to not die. Um, <laughs> it was still fun. It was still fun. Interesting thing I noticed, though. Oh, people were so much better when they were all in the same room playing together. They were so much more considerate. No, these guys were like in their like level 30 and I'm like level six trailing on like, yeah, no experience, not surviving, about to die. Nope, nothing, but still fun. And uh, hopefully we do more of those. I thought that was a cool and unique use of the normally RPG and tabletop space uh, at the Adventure Game Store and Dragon's Lair, our sponsor and local gaming haunt here in South Florida. And let's see, apart from that, what else have I done? I know I've done other interesting things, but I can't think of them at the moment. So, oh, I ordered that really cool Odin Sphere collector's edition after seeing it at your house, Brian. Good man. Yeah, another game to add to the stack of games I will never end up playing, sadly. I mean, that's the kind of game you can actually like, put with your books, though. Like the, the art book and the the storybook presentation and all that kind of stuff. Like, that, that'll that'll look good, you know. That's a collectible, not just a game. Yeah, yeah. Just cool, cool thing to have on your shelf, basically. And let's see, that's about it. Also, kind of, I have had not a lot of time to pay attention to E3, but I think good stuff may come out of it. I don't know. I'm sure we'll hear in our next segment, which we should probably kick off now that I'm done. Cam, it's news time. News stravaganza. All right, let's do it. Um, you know, sometimes you need a little bit of quick cash. And over in China... You can get a quick loan um, if you're willing to give a nude selfie as collateral. <laughs> um, these loans have become quite common among university students. Um, they go to lenders. They get about they can get anywhere from like a hundred, couple hundred bucks to twenty five hundred bucks, twenty three, twenty three, twenty four hundred bucks um, for uh, you know to for, just for a nude selfie. As long as they pay it back, the selfie is deleted or returned, and uh, that's it. Um, if not, um, it is used on the internet as, uh, you know, wherever they, however they can make money, probably, uh, you know, on some, uh, notorious sites that, uh, none <laughs> of us ever go to. Um, so yeah, if you're in China and you need some quick cash, uh, just hit up the Shylocks. Um, <laughs> That's bad. Is, is yeah. that being held to blackmail you or because they can actually like sell it to nudechina.com? Which isn't a site that I'm aware of. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's. I mean, it 
I mean, look, collateral is essentially blackmail, whether it's a mortgage on your property or it's a mortgage, you know, or it's a nude selfie. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. it is meant to secure your repayment for something. So it, it, basically, I think, you know, they're holding on to that is for them to pay it back. And then if they don't, then they use it to how, you know, get money however they can. They're, they become the owner of the property. They become no owner of your bare ass. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Very, very interesting. Um, a woman, very industrious and conniving woman, uh, tried to kill her husband with genital rotting. Oh. Uh, she was placing uh, – well, I mean she just wanted him dead, but genital rotting basically ended up uh, you know, happening. Um, again, in China. I don't know what the hell's going on in China. Um, but uh, a woman was poisoning her husband's underwear – so that's how she was delivering the poison via the crotchal area. Crotch rot and, killing? Uh, yeah. So she basically put, uh, you know, doses of this paraquat herbicide, you know, basically like, you know, pest killer, uh, in, into her, uh, soaked it into her husband's underpants, then dried it in the sun. So, so they were dry, but they were, you know, it was obviously had been soaked with this herbicide. And the guy basically put on his underwear every day not knowing. So uh, he ended up with intense burning irritation um, and uh, almost basically stopped breathing. He almost died. Uh, and they finally figured it out, though. <laughs> so she's going to jail. Wow. Yeah. At least have the decency to shoot the fucker. I know, right? I mean, don't, like, mess with the man's junk. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Unacceptable. So... Um, Basically, E3, I didn't have a lot. I mean, it's I mean, it's just so virtual reality heavy. You know what I mean? Um, everyone and their mother has uh, virtual reality rigs and setups and backpacks and wearables and all kinds of stuff. Um, the Pic Neo um, looks pretty cool. Um, it's got a little headset and a little 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 uh, little controller that you can use. Looks pretty fun. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, like if you want, you know, if you want to look, go go on E3 and check it out. But um, it's just so VR heavy. It, it's like we're at that point where it's just the market is just getting so saturated with everyone's VR tech. Uh, I'm just waiting for. I'm hoping that one will break from the pack and become the go-to system, um, or else we're going to be stuck with just non, you know, non-connected systems with. Mm -hmm. all, you know all, all kinds of different software all kinds of different hardware and you know we, we need to we need to figure it out basically so that, that, that's my that's no, my, fall in line facebook's gonna get it one way or the yeah. other <laughs> yeah that, that, that's my takeaway from uh from e3 um actually there was a funny story about facebook in the news um apparently by 2021 facebook will be all video oh wow okay yeah, there'll be no more like pics or texts or anything like that it's gonna be all video by 2021 Wow, so that says something about the state of the internet. We'll all have like ultra broadband uh, lines, I guess, by that point. And or yeah. at least they, they assume we are going to. Yeah, and you're just going to be like, just you just get on. Basically, it's just going to be like a live stream of your life, basically, out of Facebook. Pretty crazy. And um, my last news item, um, pretty sad. It's pretty sad news for us. Um, it's not national news or, or whatever, but um, a good buddy of ours, Jim Woods. Um, who was a longtime RPG gamer at the Adventure Game Store, our sponsor, uh, passed away uh, a couple days ago. 
And so, uh, you know, we want to extend our condolences and our heartfelt uh, uh, prayers and, and love to his family. Um, we really liked, we really liked him. He's a good guy, good heart, always willing to crack a smile and crack a joke. And, uh, you know, he's just a good, good all around guy. And uh, we're, we're sad to see him go. Yeah, I I agree. Really, really nice guy. Really great guy. Actually, one of the first people I think that we met that we liked. Well, yeah, that sounds negative. But he he was one of the first people I remember meeting at the Adventure Game Store back when we first revisited it several years ago, Brian. And I remember thinking he was a pretty nice guy. Yeah. That's a shame. He will be missed. He will be drinking his blue monster in the sky <laughs> in heaven. Oh, man. That was fun. Yeah. It, we were put on note that there, there's a like a communal refrigerator at the adventure game store for, for our listeners and or not for our listeners to let you know listeners uh and you know you, you put money in the kitty and buy a soda or whatever but it, it's no not to touch the blue monsters because that's like his personal stash that he keeps on a shelf and uh he would the only thing i think the only thing i think he would ever really get angry about was you taking those and he wouldn't even get mad about that he was just like you know those are my blue monsters please don't drink i mean he's such a sweet guy it was just yeah felt bad yeah me too man uh, anyway that is terrible and uh sorry sorry for the store's loss the community's loss and of course his family's loss yep yep and that rounds out my news okay kind of on a personal down note but definitely worth a mention and with that let's cheer things up let's bring the mood back up talk about kitties and puppies kitties and puppies and whatnot yeah so i'll start by saying that having a dog is kind of cool i've never had a dog and he is cool he does dumb things and acts stupid and it's really cute and uh like pot grabs our shoes and we we named him swiper because he grabs our shoes he'll swipe your shoes and go and put them in like a pile he builds a little nest and then he just sleeps on them it's it's the weirdest thing. I'm sure it's a common thing among dogs. Does he chew them though, or he just no? Just, he just doesn't. Takes them. No, no damage, no chewing. He just wants to lay on them. He's he's really weird. Like you take him off, he grabs him immediately. Brian, I think That's your what, dogs do that with your socks, weird. don't they? Yeah, yeah. That's so weird. So, swipey anyway, and socky. Socky, yeah. My dogs are pretty small. They probably couldn't run off with my shoes. This dude's pretty small, but he has just like a lot of strength in him in his soul (laughs) he's also sitting on my lap so forgive me if i keep looking down um to our video listeners viewers rather anyway i definitely think pets are cool now and so because of that i thought we might do uh, an episode on improving pets by (laughs) basically uh coming up with fantasy pets we'd like now that could be from a popular piece of pop culture or fiction that you like or just something you make up on the fly but this will be a you know kind of fun quick little episode where we just sort of come up with creatures we would not mind uh having as pets so uh brian why don't you go first man what would make up your fantasy pet this is like really giving away my age but dude i always wanted a daggett a daggett from um battlestar galactica okay yeah the little like what is that little mechanical dog thing? Yeah. And that's because dogs are extinct, right? So they needed the daggets. Uh, I, that child's pet died. Okay. So they gave him that one. All dogs are not extinct, but his was. Didn't it have like radar dish eyes or something? <laughs> Ears, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, if we're allowed to have, you know, like non-organic pets, I, I want K9 from Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> I want an organic pet. I want a. Uh... So you know how they have pygmy pigs? Like supposedly they have these little pygmy pigs that don't grow up to be very large. These little teacup pigs. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, um, I want like a teacup dewback from Star Wars, the fat little lizard creatures. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird because I actually I'm not a big reptile guy, but I just feel like they're like they're like little pigs. We're running and having a having a teacup one would be kind of cute. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want a full a full size dewback though. That seems like it would eat a lot of bugs. I want yeah. I want a I want the uh, the cat man from uh, Red Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> well leave your cat to evolve and uh yeah, for however many million years by the way that was all inbreeding right like didn't wasn't it all just breeding within the same litter yeah yeah, yeah. frankenstein was pregnant that's right that's right wow so however many years uh oh what's his name i can't even think of uh lister, lister. yeah however many t- years lister was out i forgot now there's either three or six million i think yeah Enough cat inbreeding over that time will produce <laughs> will produce a really cool, stylish cat. By the way, I thought I read something online that they're doing a new season of Red Dwarf. Is that true? Yeah. Really? That'd be That's awesome. awesome. That is that like coming out soon or because I would love to watch that. I think the only only plans for it right now are on the BBC channel. Hmm. But yeah, I think it's season nine. And I'm Sweet. sure it'll be on DVD. I wonder, are all, are all the casts still uh, kicking, I hope? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Is it Holly? Well, no, Holly was replaced by that lady, right? Like, pretty early on anyway, right? The, uh... uh, Yeah, kind of, yeah. They he, he, came, he came back, like, towards the end. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't... I kind of want a, an effects upgrade, but I kind of don't, because the show is, like, perfect. And I, I've watched it recently, you know, and it... Of course, it looks a bit more dated, but I still think it's great. Oh, man. Red Dwarf. Wait, okay, so that got us off on a tangent, but uh, <laughs> back on task, gentlemen, back on task. So what else? Brian, go again. What other kind of a fantasy pet might you like? Co-Dragon. Mm, do I not know what that is? It's uh, more like a like lap-sized, non-intelligent dragon. It's like a bestial dragon, not like a sapient dragon. Ah, okay. So like I'll just as you said, okay, a dumb little lap dragon. All right, that sounds cool. I don't know why I've never heard the term co dragon. Guess I'm not the fantasy reader I thought I was. D and D monster manual. Oh man, way, way behind. Okay, so a co dragon, a great little pet, and they 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 don't grow much larger than lap sized. Yeah, they're not they're not actually dragons. They just kind of like look like dragons, but yeah, they're like dog sized. That'd be great. Just put it right in your lap and be very menacing with a little mini dragon in your lap, I think. Little growl at people. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. How about you, Camp? You got another one? I don't know if this qualifies as a pet, but I want, like, an avatar from, like, Avatar. Oh, you... what's, the, what's the name of those guys? The, the, the... A Navi? Navi? Yeah, yeah. I want one of those. Cam, you want a slave? I think that's a different episode, <laughs> yeah. Cam. Yeah, Wait, you effectively want a slave. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, come on. <laughs> maybe it's one that, like, maybe it's one that, like, lost its, like, you know, brain function in an accident, falling from a tree or something. Well, they do connect to that, like, 
that planet-wide uh, intranet. So his, yeah, the brain might have gotten scrambled. So you just have one that functions but doesn't think? Yeah, exactly. Like he just, he, whatever, he fell and he died, you know, he lost his brain power. And then I just, <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know, Skype into his head. Like, that's it. <laughs> All right. I, that, well, I don't know if that's a I, pet. So, and I connect so, my tail with my horse and I fly in the air. <laughs> that's a new kind of, that, that, that's almost just like an extra body at that point. I'm not <laughs> sure that that's a pet. <laughs> All right. Well, then I, I want to be an avatar so I could ride one of those flying horses then. That'll be okay. my pet. I wouldn't uh, mind like being those people. Yeah. But I, I'm not really clear about like, I like how the humans went to that planet and they were like, yeah, we had this whole like naturally organic, naturally occurring organic, like, you know, network, like planet wide network that we could just connect to with our ponytails. Um, yeah. Isn't that cool? And they're like, no, we just want like this mineral. We don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. not interesting at all. Yeah. Like that's not well, useful technology. Yeah. Well, I, that's, a, that's what I was gonna say. I want to be an avatar so I could go tame a Torok. <laughs> and I can fly the, the Torok around and just dive bomb people. Oh, that'd be really cool. Dive bomb unobtainium yeah. miners. They're making like, I think f- four more of those or something. Maybe, I think he wants to make five. Wow. And, uh, and a park. What's that? And a park. Oh, and a theme park. I I liked Avatar. I'm, I, I'm looking forward to the next one and the three more after that, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I want to be. I, I would be on the side of the natives, you know. I, I wouldn't. I, I'd dive bomb the Amer. Uh, you know, the 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 human mining operation with my with my Torok. I would rather join the humans because, like, I found the Navi a little annoying. Like, there's <laughs> <laughs> they were so tropey and like just like stereotypical. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you guys are doing a disservice to humanity by being so similar to our stereotypes. So. <laughs> I'm going to be a stereotypical, like, military, you know, militarist and kill you. Yes. That one guy, the evil general guy, was kind of badass, though. You got to admit. Hey, he, I mean, he was a badass fighter, but what a dick. <laughs> oh, he was, yeah, he, well, he's a total yeah. toolbox. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is their most secret site. Oh, let's go blow it up. Yeah. Uh, let's just knock down that big-ass tree that everyone's living in for thousands of years. Yeah, like, I like how humanity has become spacefaring and all this and like they're like straight up like yeah these guys are not cool with us mining like strip mining their planet for this unobtainium so let's just kill them all <laughs> they brought it on themselves by being here manifest destiny okay i guess i can't join the military guys i just like their mechs and stuff they're like kind of cool yeah the mechs were badass i can't i can't join that faction all right hmm, back around to me i think i would like do are you guys well i know you are brian but are you familiar with chocobos cam from final fantasy <laughs> yes. Yes, I know about Jezebel. I want, like, one of the little chicks. Like, I, I don't want, want, like, a mount. I want, like, a little baby animal. So, like, there's, like, the little chicks that are, like, half in their shell. Um, as they're de- they're depicted that way sometimes. I would like I would like a chocobo chick hmm. to, uh, to keep. And uh, I've got another Final Fantasy pet I might like, too. But maybe I'll discuss that next round. What hmm. do you guys think? Do you think a chocobo... I mean, what would it eat? Oh, they eat, they eat greens. They eat like they're like vegan. They eat like uh, Gishal greens or something like that, right, Brian? Yeah. Hell yeah. Be a chocobo tamer, and I'm gonna breed them, and I'm gonna race them at the golden saucer. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna get the spell Knights of the Round, and then I'm gonna defeat Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's just a baby. Brian, back to you. Even though he did destroy like nine planets in the fight. But... Over and over. I, I see. I that, that should have been a one-time thing. Like yeah. once you've destroyed the solar system, you can't like cast the same spell oh boy anyway over to you Gabriel. 
so so you can kind of have one of these, but the the fantasy act aspect is I want like like a good one. Remember Ibo? Oh yeah, the little dog. Sony's robot dog. Yeah, but like not Ibo. Like, <laughs> wasn't Ibo kind of useless? Yeah, I think he yapped, and that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah, that that's that's useless by my by my definition. As I say that, my dog that is on my lap, like I my arm's falling asleep because he's resting his head on my arm, and I I move it, and then he just finds another way to rest his head on my arm. Ibo wouldn't do that. I could replace you with Ibo, or just unplug Ibo. <laughs> I want my arm back. <laughs> Ibo's old too, right? Like I got to imagine, like a, a modern day Ibo could be really sophisticated. Yeah, it's probably 15 years old, I guess. Yeah. Ibo too. I mean, it's bas- that thing's basically like Verbot now. Like, that's how outdated it is. Ibo 7.0. You think we'll get to virtual pets? You think, like, like I've got a, a robot vacuuming my house. Am I going to have a vacuum? Uh, am I going to have a robot fetching my slippers? No, I don't see why not. Mm. Yeah. If they can make them furry and cute. If they don't poop, you have to feed them. I don't know. That might be all right. Yeah. You're on notice, dog. You better I don't know be good. About personality, though, you know. Well, my dog actually like shook when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, like freaking out. <laughs> all right, all right. He's having like a dream or something here, or dying, or having a seizure. Did they hiccup. What a dog. What's he doing? I can't figure out what my dog's doing right now. He might be having a dream. Is he really asleep? Like. Yeah, he's like sleeping on my. No, his eyes are open now. You all right? Sorry for the uh, live triage during the show, <laughs> audience. No, worry. no worries, man. We don't want your dog to die. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing there. Um, yeah, I won't get rid of you. Okay, so an Ivo, that's kind of cool. Got another one, Cam? This is probably worse than the Avatar one. Um, I want a Chondra. A what? A Chondra from the Mistborn series. Have you have you read the uh, oh, Mist- wow. Mistborn series? No, I have not, sadly. What is a Chondra? Chondra is, they have these things called mist wraiths, which are like just these big lumbering like animals that are out in the in the mists and they just devour anything that they come across and then they can use the bones and they can like basically replicate whatever they ate using the bones that they've acquired. So it's like they're this amalgamation of like, just think of like a big lumbering like slug, but it's like got like arms of a human, legs of a like a hoofed animal, like head of a, you know, whatever, just all kinds of things just jutting out from them. And then they turn into what's called a chondra, which is like, a basic, like, a, they're not very sentient, the mist rates, but the chondras are sentient and they essentially digest whatever you give them. So, like, they could eat you, Tom, and then become you, everything, like, you almost to a T, essentially. And With then, my brain or, or just, they would just look like me? They would look like you, sound like you. They, I think, uh, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they do have a lot of your memories. They have memories, yeah. Um, And then basically they are under contract. So they are sort of like pets. Like once they become under a contract with you, they have to do whatever you say. Whoa. So if you had a chondra under contract, the chondra could turn into a, a dog or whatever, you know, any, any carcass or bones you gave them, they could turn into. Could you mix things? Could I have like a cat dog? I mean, if they had the proper skeletons and, and animal parts. Yeah. I don't that sounds like not. a great pet. And they're, then they're intelligent. Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're portrayed as, you know, sort of human in the uh, in the books. So, but like they have this contract. So I guess you get into the issues of, well, is he really my slave? But he's under contract. I don't know. <laughs> if you can enslave a Navi, you can enslave a Chondra. You're actually 
highlighting a kind of uncomfortable aspect of pet ownership, which is the which is that the pet is kind of your slave. Like, it's there to it's there to fill uh, a role in your life. Against it, it has no choice. It will do as you say. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm my dog's slave. <laughs> uh I don't know, Cam. <laughs> I mean, you who know, walks I've, who? Got to, I've got I've got to feed him whenever feed her whenever she wants. I've got to take her out whenever she wants. I've got to clean up her poop, clean oh, up her pee. That's true. My dog give her a pick place up my to poop. stay. You know, take her to the <laughs> doctor, pay for prescription food because she has kidney disease. Oh my! You know, treat her cancer, which was you know ten grand. Yikes! Really? <laughs> my dog has cost me roughly thirty thousand dollars over the last two, two to three years with kidney disease, cancer. Um, she had eye ulcers. Um, she's on prescription food. She's on cons- like medication for the rest of her life. She has a cardiologist. Oh, she has heart disease. She has a cardiologist. Yeah, she has a cardiologist. She has an oncologist. She has a regular doctor. She has more doctors than I do, basically. And she's got an ophthalmologist. I did not know there was this much specialization in, in veterinary medicine. That is, oh yes. I'm not sure how I feel about that actually. Anyway, between her, between her and my companion, I'm gonna have to come out of retirement. <laughs> what does the companion need a uh, veterinary care too, or what? <laughs> no, she needed, she's pretty good. She she's uh she's actually not that expensive. So, yeah. most of the time, most of the time. Neither is mine when she's not saddling me with dogs. Jeez. <laughs> cool. All right, back around to me. Um, wow, that, I don't know if I could top that Condra. Let's see. I was gonna go with another Final Fantasy creature. But um, as I'm thinking, I kind of see. I don't know enough about Pokemon to like pick the best one, so I can't. I can't pull a Pokemon out of my hat. Eevee. Which one's Eevee? The cat. The the cat that's not the cat that hangs out with Team Rocket. No, that's Meowth. Oh, uh, Eevee's like Meowth. I don't know. It looks like a cat. Volteon, Flareon. Oh, I know what I would get. I I would actually have Yoshi from Mario. Yeah, Yoshi's the man. Uh, Super Mario World version of Yoshi. I guess, I don't know. I guess they all do this. But, you know, the one that eats stuff and then poops out cool stuff or shoots fire. or Well, I guess it depends on what game you're playing. But my Yoshi would have all those capabilities. <laughs> and so that everything I fed him, it's kind of like your pet, Cam, but a little cuter. But anything I feed him, he produces something of use to me. Like, a you know, a fu- it turns me into a fireball throwing Mario or a banana to drop on something, you know, drop yeah. in front of someone's pad. Yeah, he's useful in Mario Kart situations. He's very versatile. Well, my conjurer is going to eat your Yoshi and then turn into the Yoshi. <laughs> well, here's what's going to happen when your conjurer comes to try to like attack us. I will like leap off of my Yoshi and s- sacrifice him to your animal as I that's, leave. That's the other cool thing about the conjurers is that they're like almost immortal, basically. They just like even when they take wounds, they can just eat another body and just turn into it. Why are they not in charge? Why why are the humans <laughs> running them? Oh no, it was the Lord Ruler that kept them in check, basically in the, in the series. I've, I've got to read this. Is this is sounding too intriguing for me not to read at this point? Very good series. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a great series. I recommend it to anyone. Brian, I think recommended it to me like twenty years ago already, a couple <laughs> years back. So I, I need to I need to get into reading again. Too busy. Okay, let's uh, let's do one more round, and then we will uh, go take care of our real life pets. Yeah, Brian, kick off the last round. The the only thing fantasy about this is is how much space you need to treat them and be a responsible owner, dude. I want to copy Barra. Oh, really? 
I love those things. What are what are they like? Like, what are their mannerisms? Like, they're giant hamsters. Is that basically it? Like, they more or less behave like a giant like rodent or whatever yeah. a hamster is. What do they eat? Just like plants? Yeah, like uh, cabbages and corns and cabbages and corns. <laughs> that doesn't sound too bad. Uh, all right, well, you should get one then. I mean, if they if they're good house pets. They're pack animals. You gotta have like two or three, <laughs> and they uh, they're semi aquatic, so you need like a lake. Oh, that's right. All right, well, let's all, let's build Ganza HQ on a lake and have a pack of them. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> I love it. Cam, what about you? You can't, even though you're obligated to get one of these creatures now for Ganza HQ, you still have to come up with another one. I want a direwolf. Ooh, from a song of ice and fire. I mean, I that want, would be uh, cool. I want a direwolf that I can walk into and uh, you know <laughs> trot through the land. And fight and fight things and eat things. Um, uh, I think that would be awesome to have a direwolf. I agree. That would be really cool. Or I was gonna say alternatively, I want that robot from iRobot. <laughs> not the regular, not just the regular run-of-the-mill bootleg robots. I want the one that was like created to you know help out Will Smith. Oh, the the intelligent one or whatever. Yeah, the... yeah. Okay, all right. Well, were we saying we didn't like that movie the other day? Oh yeah, it's a terrible movie, but I like that. I want that robot. I think Alan Tyduck, the was the uh, you know the guy from Firefly was the voice of that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to basically I want a robot with Alan Tyduck's voice. I like that movie for the record. <laughs> I'll say that again. You're very easy when it comes to movies. If I hate a movie, I really hate it. But usually I don't hate a movie. Independence Day two coming out soon. Tom. Oh my god! By the way, the trailer for that looks like dog shit. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> The first trailer was, like, kind of, like, serious. I'm like, oh, maybe they're, like, mm, okay. And then, like, this one, like, it's all the same, like, oh, she's pissed. You're going to die. Like, just, like, oh, oh, God. Who's the, uh, who's, like, the main, like, hunk in that movie? Like, the main hero? The kid who plays Will Smith's son, I would guess, right? Who is not Will Smith's son or is it Will Smith's son? No, I thought they got, like, I mean, like, the leading actor. Like, who who they get to, like, be the... Wasn't Will Smith the leading actor in the last one? No, yeah, I know in the first one, but I mean in the second one. Um, uh, let me see what this kid's name Are they is. being that cheesy and like they're going to have like his son or something? Like, yeah, yeah, Jeff Goldblum. In the trailer, it's already like, I knew your father. He was the best man ever. And it's like this this, this younger kid. Will Smith's not in it, but this younger kid who's also a pilot who I guess is his son from what I gather. Wow, that's really – that's pretty shitty. That's pretty – that's – and his lines in the first trailer were like, they'll never take our planet. I'm like, all right, this is a guy I can get behind. But then in the last one, he's like, I'm going to get you. And like, yeah, you're going to die. You know, like being like a smack talking, like WWE type personality, like Will Smith was in the first movie. I'm like, oh God, no, no. Jesse Usher? That's Usher's son. Seems like that's the, I've never heard of the guy. Have you? No. You haven't seen the new trailer? It, it, it like, no. brings back all the, like, horrible stuff from the first one. I did not see the new... They even recreated the scene where the, the alien, like, pushes a guy up against the glass with a tentacle and makes him talk. Like, have you seen that in the trailer? No. Remember when they did, did that with Data? I mean, Brett Spiner? <laughs> they, like, pushed him up against the glass. He's alive, by the way, in this movie. Oh, that's so good. Um, But, yeah, they had, they had the same thing where, like, they pick it up and put they, they literally biotechnical up against the glass and they're making him talk and i guess their queen is coming to town uh and yeah she's mad oh but they got stupid. they got liam hemsworth in there the kid from you know thor's little brother from uh the hunger games oh they got thor they got yeah they thor? got baby thor 
They got Vivica Fox. Wow, where's she been? Bill, Bill Pullman, of course. Jeff Goldblum. Um, and then Jesse Usher as the kid. Brent Spiner, yeah, I see him there. Wait, Vivica Fox wasn't was it the stripper girlfriend in the first Oh, yeah, one, yeah, she? she was. She was. She was. Oh. And my, okay, so my she's got more, a little blonde actress. I don't know what she, uh, I don't know what she. She's probably Randy Quaid's like lost kid. I bet you Randy Quaid comes back like from the alien, like netherworld to haunt us again. So awesome. No, it would not. This movie's going to suck. <laughs> uh, oh man. Celia Ward. She's pretty, uh, she's pretty good. You helped me come up with my last pet actually. Hmm. I wish that I had as my fantasy pet, the golden retriever that defied physics and escaped an explosion by ducking down a hallway <laughs> in the first Independence Day. Yes. I wish I had that dog as a pet so I could save him or her from being a part of Independence yes. Day. Yes. <laughs> Take him out of that misery. Yes. No dog deserves that. Yeah. So I guess that's, uh, yeah, Independence Day too. Wow. Yeah, man. It's going to be great. Watch, seriously, watch the trailer. It looks just as I'll bad as the first one. Oof. God, I, we we need to do a post Independence Day too. Oh, for sure, we're doing that. If you want me to get negative on a movie, this is your best chance because I I can't tell you how much I hate the first one. I I hate it so much. I love to hate it, and every time I watch it, there's new annoying stuff about it. And yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But uh, that's it for pets. We've covered quite a few fantasy pets. Do you have any more you guys want to toss in, or you want to toss this episode into the uh, can, as it were, and call it an episode? I think I'm good. All right, Brian. All set. Okay. Well, with that said, then I just said with that said again. I, see, I'm, I'm never going to break my my old habits. <laughs> Get a rubber band. What do you smack smack yourself when you do stupid stuff? Just pop it. <laughs> You can get a pet to remind you. Yeah, I should train my dog to bark. Do that. Happy when I say stuff over and over again. <laughs> but with our episode now concluded, there we go. I will remind pet lovers everywhere that they can check out this podcast. Think of our episode list as a rescue for episodes. You can go adopt one anytime you like on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle, and join the Nerdstravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Dig your way on over to nerdstravaganza.com, our amazing website where you can find this and all of our back episodes. Wag your way on over to YouTube and check out this and all of our other video content. And send us an email at nerdstravaganza.com and tell us what kind of animals you want in your stable. Thank you, Cam. Brian, unleash our audience by ending this episode. Okay. Okay. Wait. Before we end, I have to. I have to completely embarrass my companion. We uh, we were playing this game, Cartoon Network. Uh, it's like a deck builder, like DC deck building, but it's it's uh, it's based on like Cartoon Network and all their shows or whatever. And one of the cards basically says that everyone has to act like act like and sound like a uh, basically a zoo animal for ten seconds. And she, I guess, was thinking in her head of doing a cow. 
and a sheep, but she couldn't decide which one to do. And then when it came to her turn, she went, <laughs> so, so, so it's, she like mixed the ba and the moo together somehow. And it came out, Bo. That is hilarious. Oh my God. It was, it was hands down. One of the funniest things I've ever heard. So yeah, that's my final animal. I want a cat. Or I want a, a cow. Uh, <laughs> what, you want whatever mix. your companion was imagining there. Yeah, right. exactly. 